CBS presents this program in color. That's right. We got the money today. Hot. We come to you in beautiful, beautiful, stunning Technicolor. Good morning. We have color on today, so that's appropriate. We do. We yeah. all have, oh, well, like rainbow, actually, we in are. one way or another. That's right. Love. Holly, what is that brand? I saw so many people over the weekend wearing your, uh, I always connect you to this brand. What's it called? Aviator Nation. That's right. Yeah. A nice. lot of people had it on this weekend. Very comfy. Comfy they're, pants. Yes, they're my... Nice. They're my business soft pants. Because I got on pants, got a t-shirt. It's got, got stripes on the side. Yeah, little, little rainbow colored and bright colors and all sorts of stuff. All sorts of stuff. Yeah. Well, good morning, everyone. Very cool. uh, uh, we are so, so, so grateful you're here. Thank you for not listening to other people. Thank you. I mean, let's just break it down. Let's just be real, real. Thank you for not. Because they're <laughs> yeah. losers and we're, we're oh, winners. Yeah. Okay. Hey, let's just get honest here. That's right. Thank I mean, you very much. Maybe no personal beefs, but no, no, no. We love everyone. Well, most of the people that go up against us, but you know. Anyway, we're glad yeah. you're here. Yeah, thank you. You're the <laughs> best. Yeah, Wednesday, February twenty first, twenty twenty four, and it's uh, Lex reminded us we have a leap year, so we still have like eight days, eight days of February. So hold on to your wigs and keys for that. Sure do. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to begin with math. Yes. Well, I know. Let's get excited. I yeah, know. always. This is different type of math, right, Holly? I want to be the very best at math. <laughs> and catch them all. And oh. catch them all. There's a new class that's being offered this semester at the University of Iowa mm. that's called Poke Math. No. Oh, that's cute. It combines video games with math. And this is a great gateway to explore the world of math according to this instructor. Now, PokeMath uses the game Pokemon Go. That's still a thing. That mobile game. And it asks students to think of math when playing the game. Now, Pokemon Go has been around for a while. It's been out since 2016. So if you're doing the math and solving for X, folks who were probably taking this course have been playing Pokemon Go for quite some time. And they were growing up with it, so they're very familiar with it. Right, And uh, this class has been actually taught for a year now at the University of Iowa. And there's dozens of opportunities to apply math to the game of Pokemon Go. And in fact, he says that there's more opportunities to to learn math using Pokemon Go than other games. So if you want to solve for X and you want to catch Squirtle at the same time, you might want to take this Pokemon math class. This is brilliant. Yeah. How do I... Do we? Well, we have to I enroll at the University of Iowa, okay? Jigglypoof? <laughs> I prefer Jigglypoof. Uh-huh. Oh. Mm-hmm. Genius. I my think nickname. this is meeting them where they are. Oh, Jigglypoof is no, it's not. <laughs> <my nickname>. <laughs> um, <laughs> we have to enroll. Do we? Where do the three of us have to enroll? It's Iowa. Yeah, Somewhere. we just have to go to the University of Iowa. Oh. No big deal. I yeah. mean, B. Arthur will let us do the show from there. Yeah. I think so. I mean, maybe we can audit the class and oh, it will a be, it'll be free. Oh, dang. There is? Yeah, it looks like it. For the class or University of Iowa in general? No, the class. That specific okay. class, yeah. No. Well, we can just hmm. go and take a road trip to Iowa City and wait outside of the class. But yeah. I love this idea. Me too. Using practical applications for math. Look, because I am in full weird laughing and leaking mode, and one of my things, I, I thought about picking up a new hobby, which was teaching myself calculus. And so, I'm oh. like, oh, maybe what? I can just, yeah, 
Jason. That, that's for real. I spent about an hour, maybe about a week and a half. I was like, okay, I want to learn calculus. All right. How do I teach myself calculus? And I love the idea of using practical everyday things to teach myself big math concepts because I stopped math at pre-calculus. And then I took some computer classes and did some other things. But I'm very much lacking in that department. And I want to figure out things. So I want to teach myself calculus. If you got any free tutorials, let a girl know. Yeah. Slide in my DMs with those charts and other things. Thank you. I don't even know how to spell calculus. (laughs) (laughs) But but it's one of those things where you're like, you look at it and you're like, gee, what's missing in my repertoire? Yeah. And there's a lot of practical applications for this, including catching your squirtle. Absolutely. Well, that Lex ball. has been telling us this for years. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Got to meet them where they are and also like m- make it accessible. Because a lot of people yeah, were turned off by math. And I'm yeah. grateful that I had a dad who spent a lot of time with me um, helping explain it. Yeah. Because in math, in high school... They're just showing you numbers. Right. And they're putting it up on the whiteboard. Mm-hmm. And usually it's taught by the guy who, you know, kind of wants to teach. But then they're like, I'm really just invested in being the football coach, but I got to do this class anyway. So the, the room is like bare bones. It's not like colorful or anything like that. And they're not telling you why you're doing it. Tell me why I'm doing math yeah. and let me figure it out. And then I'll be more happy to do so. And now that I understand that math is like the language of the universe, guys. It is. I need to know. I need to know. So maybe I will go to Iowa City and play my Pokemon Go and I'll walk into this class. Yeah. Yeah. Put a little camera in there. Watch it from a distance. That's right. (laughs) Maybe I'll pay. The slopes (laughs) and the curves of that ball. You know, it all matters. That's right. I'll pay a college freshman. I'll be like, hey, hey, uh, (laughs) Jaden. You know, there's can, a lot of them. Yeah. Can I, can I audit this class? Thanks. <laughs> Don't mind me. I'm not weird. That I much. Well, I mean, yeah. I, um... <laughs> I mean, I would be a different person if my math teachers taught me math via the Ewings. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Solving for X, baby. Yeah. Yeah. And Jay, Lex, you, you yeah. are very lucky. Your dad took the time. My oh. dad didn't even want to invest in talking to me, let alone teaching me oh. calculus. <laughs> oh, we can laugh at that. It's fine. I know. I'm just saying. Oh, <laughs> no, I'm not. I uh-huh. no. Uh, I wish I had math teachers that would have sparked. I, yeah. I don't want to put it on the teachers, but I did not get that spark. And uh, and I also think that I had undiagnosed ADHD. We didn't even know about that in the 80s. But um, oh yeah, yeah. I was behind the eight ball with math, and it's a regret. I I you know I did not do well at math. It was a spark plug that never sparked yeah. in my mind. And yeah, it's always been math that way. for adults, though. That is such but that's a what I'm great saying. idea. That's a great idea. Let's Holly. teach ourselves math. Yeah. yeah. That's what you came here for this morning. That's right. Selling <laughs> for X, baby. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So like, yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> and uh, putting it in like Dallas terms, that's actually really funny. Oh yeah, my God. Jay, you could just do some arithmetic well, with all of the love that's going on. Yeah, mm-hmm. you could solve for the love. You could do mathematics via the oil fields and all that other kind of stuff. Yeah. Like how JR's would you JR's mistresses? Thank JR's you, mistresses. Right? How would you run the, the Ewing Empire? Pistol. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. How many Holly Harwoods? Uh, that's one of his mistresses. How many? <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. Mm-hmm. Huh. <laughs> Who also played Holly? I can't say 
uh, in uh, a James Bond movie. She had a great name. Oh, uh-huh. right. <laughs> yeah. Can't really, don't really want to say it on the air, but yeah, it was. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, anyway, uh, when we come back one day on uh, Netflix, Lex checked it out. We're going to talk about that. And then a big announcement yesterday that I immediately thought of Holly Roberts. Uh, I immediately thought of Holly Roberts uh, when it comes to an announcement about the Beatles. David was an amazing officer for my first time home buying experience. I'm so glad I got lucky and found him to work with. This is from Liz, who worked with David at First Equity on her mortgage. First time home buyer. If you are in that boat, you're thinking about it's time. I would love to buy my first home. Shop for a mortgage before you shop for a home and do it with First Equity and just do a wonderful job of really making sure you know what's happening. Is it the right time uh, when it's happening? And they get to know you in a way that a lot of places that are in national brands, maybe in other states, they don't care. They just see you as a number. They get it done and bada boom, bada boom. Uh, you need some more handholding than that. If you're in that boat, maybe you do need a quick one. Of course, they're local. They can help as well. But what's so great is that they do take the time to get to know you and set you up for financial success. Any mortgage questions, call for Sequity, 763-251-8000 or use my talk keyword, David. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Jason and Alexis in the morning. Rahar on my talk. Everything entertainment. Jason, Lex, and Holly. Lexi checked out One Day. Yeah. On Netflix. Guys, I hadn't heard about this show. I saw a headline. Netflix show One Day surpasses 15.2 million views since its launch in just... Just 11 days ago, which is like the perfect timing for this show to launch Valentine's Day, uh, 15.2 million views. So I thought, well, gosh, that is a lot of views. I'm going to check this out. It is on Netflix. And guys, I see why people have become obsessed with this show. It feels very like teeny bopper because it, well, they're in college when they meet, they meet on July 15th. And then every year they kind of, do their own thing, and then on July 15th, they either meet up or they think about each other, they talk on the phone. There's other times when they meet up as well, but that's a significant date. Starts in 1988, and then I guess it goes through, like, 2007. I just, I'll put this on, why not? And they're little half-hour chunks. I watched six episodes yesterday. What? I just kept rolling right through, and... Wow. If you want to feel 
the most sexually frustrated and also titillating at the same exact time. This is the show for you. (laughs) If you want to feel those things. Yes. It is the oddest feeling because it's hot. Like you're like, ooh, my loins are activated. Okay. Um, But then there's really no resolution. And there's like you're holding on to this thread. And you're just like, when? So one day, that's that's why it's called one day, you know? Mm-hmm. One day, one day, things will happen for you in your life. It's also about grief. It's also mm-hmm. about friendship. Um, but wow, these two have mad chemistry, and you feel it from the get. Um, Lex doesn't like this, but Holly and I, uh, we have an, a recording device set up in her house. And, <laughs> oh, no! Uh, we actually Rude. have... We actually have the moment where Alexis's loins were activated. Uh, here, Holla, let's go ahead and roll it right there. There we go. Yeah, they need to be elevated these days. You're right. They need a hydraulic lift. Those, no, those are the laughing and leaking because we don't have the strength. We're not flexible anymore. Yeah, for some reason, I was bracing myself for some Yoko Ono. No, no, okay. no. That was just... But because we're not limber anymore. That's just yeah, <laughs> laughing and leaking. Yeah. 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 We need a lift. Okay. Yeah. Oh, my oh, gosh. Yeah. Uh, there's 14 episodes of this, and um, wow. I mean, it is. Uh, it, I can see why it's captivating hearts and minds. Um, it's based on a book by David Nichols, and it follows Emma and Dexter. Yep, they meet at university, and then, yeah, they just meet up, and... Um, Wow, there's just some times where you're like, wow, I, I probably would have made a different choice. But good on you. You know when there's like, it's so relatable where there's chemistry between you and someone, right? But like nobody makes, like you, you're afraid to act on it. Or it's the wrong time in life. It is the wrong time. And then it's been years sometimes and you're just like, do we jeopardize what we have will it change things if we go to that next level so it kind of explores a lot of that uh so in that way very relatable but i i I like the technique of on july 15th they're thinking about each other they see each other they go on vacation together you know they know the families there's some personal tragedy there's mad career success but other you know hurdles to jump through the loneliness so there's a lot of themes other than just the loin activation but um, that is really something that i think will bring bring a lot of people to the yard and want to stay because they're like when oh when come on uh now this was previously made into a movie in 2011 Yes. And this movie has Anne Hathaway and Jim Sturgis. Right. Yes. Uh, Tickle in your loins. Now, yes. I don't yeah. know if the movie so the is. Book, a, yeah. The movie and now the series. The, uh, yeah, I have not seen the movie. Yeah, I don't know if that's a loin tickler or not. Yeah. yeah. But this absolutely is. It's like, wow. Wow, wow, no. wow. <laughs> we wow, also, wow, 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 wow. <laughs> we also have another microphone in Alexis's house that picks up. <laughs> another one? Yeah, this one picks up. A uh, post activation. This is when the <laughs> loins have been activated. Here we go. Yeah. There it is. <laughs> ah! Oh my gosh. Uh-huh. Check it out. See what you guys think. Okay. One day on Netflix. Wow, Holly. I'm glad we put those microphones in. <laughs> yeah. Well, right. I mean, there are there's some Beatles news. There is. 
I mean, we go from Yoko Ono to, to Beatles news. <laughs> she just had a birthday this weekend. Oh, she did? Yeah. How old is she? Uh, Whoa. <laughs> this is actually Alexis uh, watching one day. Oh, there are moments where you're like, this is so hot right now. Yoko Ono. Wow. She turned 91. 90. Wow. On Sunday. Wow. Well, well, I bring this up because, you know, our resident Beatles fan on our show is Holly D. Roberts. Oh, yeah. And uh, Holly, I'm very curious of what you thought of this news. I'll just read the headline from Variety uh, and we can discuss Sam Mendes, the great Sam Mendes, uh, to direct four separate Beatles movies. on uh, Paul, John, George and Ringo, their families granted uh, full life stories and wow. music rights for the scripted films telling uh, the story of the Beatles up into the breakup in 70 through their point of view. Holly, how do you feel about this? This project will be fantastic if they don't screw it up. <laughs> yeah. I, I, Valid point. If, <laughs> Sam, yes. Yes. Yeah. I trust Sam Mendes. He's directed James Bond films. He directed the World War One movie, 1917. He did American Beauty back in the day. Whether that movie has aged well or not is, uh, you know, up for debate. Mm-hmm. But uh, mm. you can't deny that he's a fabulous director. Now, I say this project about the Beatles will be good if they don't screw it up. Meaning, if they actually get to the nitty gritty of who these people were, instead of focusing on the mythology surrounding these people, then it will be good. If they can't get past that, then I'm not interested. I'm not interested in mythologizing these people in this kind of project. I want the real meal deal because we've gotten plenty of mythologizing about the Beatles that is not mm, particularly accurate about who these people actually were. And if this is going to be following them when they're young and then all the way up until 1970 when they were in the band... Uh, it will be interesting that because the, the way that this is going to go, each Beatle is going to have their own movie. And the yeah. movie is going to be from their point of view of how they experience that time in their life. How will we know the difference, Holly, of uh, the real deal and the good mythology? Question. Good question. Uh, I think if we get things that are unflattering yeah, about the Beatles, oh, yeah. you know, um, if we get things that don't put them on a pedestal, if we see them human. Mm-hmm. Because these were four individuals who were very human and they were placed in very extraordinary circumstances. And oh, yeah. the whole idea of Beatlemania, the mop top stuff, all that stuff, I mean, that was a marketing gimmick. That was created by their manager, Brian Epstein, because he took the Beatles, who were this raw, leather clad rock and roll band around the edges, and were like, look, if you want to take this to the next level, you got to polish your act. You got to do this and that and the other thing. And, you know, these people weren't perfect. Yeah. What I don't want is like a Boz Lorman Elvis. I don't even want... Oh, no, no, you no. Know, I don't keep want, Tom Hanks oh. out of it. <laughs> no, Tom Hanks, you're not allowed. No, no. Hey, you no, get to I do, didn't hate that, but yes. You get to do the Dave Clark <laughs> 5 movie, Tom Hanks, okay? <laughs> yeah! <laughs> That's where you, you do that. You do that. But I say that, and I think that the Beatles are willing to be more real about things. <sighs> we had the Peter Jackson Beatles Get Back documentary. Which was yeah. fairly raw. I think they're at the yeah. point in their lives where they're willing to kind of tell these kind of things. And real footage, too. And, yeah, real yeah. footage. But also, I point to, there was a documentary that was made, gosh, uh, within the past 10 years. And it was about the Beatles touring years. And it was called Eight Days a Week. And it was directed by Ron Howard. Mm-hmm. That was just 
pure commercial like sales because they had records to sell yeah. because there were some editing choices in that uh, documentary and you would only know them if you knew the original footage. They cut out some unflattering things about those guys that I was like, well, you're doing a disservice to who they actually were mm-hmm. in order to sell this documentary and, and to sell these records. And I didn't like that. And I actually think that's a p- that movie is a piece of crap because of it. Mm-hmm. And I don't have respect for Ron Howard for making those choices. So that being said, I'm yes. optimistic about Ron. Yeah. Uh, I'm optimistic. <laughs> About this Sam Mendes project, but we're not getting in it until 2027. How do you yeah. feel about the individual four movies and te- from their point of view? My body is ready. That's kind of cool, right? Yeah. yeah and then do you release them all at once or do you like what order of the Beatles do you release the films? Well, they're going to be all released in the same year. Okay. The release plans, we don't have details about mm-hmm. that. Like you, you, Maybe Paul first? I, you know, I think we're probably going to start with Ted. Well, John. We're, we're going to start with John and Paul if we're going to do yeah. it chronologically because those two got together first. Oh, right. Then they brought in George, and then Ringo was brought in at the last minute because Ringo had his whole whole total That's vibe. That's right. Ringo's last. Ringo's last. He's <laughs> yep. happy to be Peace there. Peace and love. <laughs> Peace and love. Yeah. Peace, Peace and love. Peace and love. That, because, Peace and love. Okay, we got the order. Yeah, because yeah, Ringo was go. a big celebrity in and of his own right mm-hmm. before he even joined the Beatles. Right. He was a, he Peace was a big to love. Peace and love. That's right, baby. All right. All right, my body's ready. <laughs> Just don't Polly's... let Ron Howard near this, okay? <laughs> yeah. Right. Don't let Opie Cunningham anywhere near this. <laughs> nope. No. Register to win listener rewards. <laughs> win an Explore Minnesota Mystic Lake getaway. Enter to win on all month long. We got tickets to Barry Manilow or Pink. Both yeah. coming to the Excel Energy Center. Gift cards to Kowalski's, Cassettes, and more. Sign up for listener rewards on our app or website. We're going to take a break. When we come back, Holly Roberts hosts the Master Debaters next. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Now on Jason and Alexis in the Morning, a message from our sponsor. From like the 70s or 80s. And coming soon, developed from television's number one show, it's Dynasty 2, The Colbys of California. America's most powerful family takes on the world. Their shadowed past and shattering secrets will be revealed as John James and Emma Sams join an all-star cast for television's next dynasty, Dynasty 2, The Colbys of California. This has been a Jason and Alexis classic commercial. We now return you to our regularly scheduled mediocre radio show. Yes, that was really a thing in 1985. Welcome back. <laughs> Wait, did they actually call it Dynasty 2 when it first came out, or was that just a oh, no. sales called, pitch? Oh, no. that It was called Dynasty 2, the Colbys. They got rid of Of California, but the original name of the stupid show was Dynasty <laughs> 2, the Colbys. Huh. With uh, every old Hollywood star ever. Uh, Charlton Heston, Barbara Stanwyck. Yeah. Um. Uh, oh, you heard John James. Uh, Diane Carroll would be on it occasionally from Dynasty. And, uh, oh, um, graduate, the graduate. What was her name? Um, Anne Bancroft? No, the woman. 
the the the, the love interest, not not Mrs. Robinson, oh, but Catherine uh, Ross. Catherine Ross was also in it. Uh, yeah. So we had Catherine Ross, Charlton Heston, and Barbara Stanwyck. And Barbara quit after one year because she said, and I quote, "This is this is horse s." And left the show. Not <laughs> even Barbara, worth it to get her no, insurance or no, SAG card. <laughs> no, Bar- Barbara was done. The great Barbara Stanwyck was done. So anyway, yeah, it only lasted two years. Oh, yeah, I wonder it, why. And it ended with a character getting on a spaceship and flying away. And that is also not a joke. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. That was yeah. that oh, show. That was that show. Yeah, yeah. Fallon Colby uh, aborted a, a UFO and flew off. And that's how the show ended. Yeah, it was great. Anyway, uh, should we play the master debaters? Yeah, let's do yeah, a let's round. Do it, yeah. Let's debate, bro. Jason. <laughs> well, he has a point. Alexis. She's right, you know. The master debaters. <laughs> okay, you just made it weird. Weird. Oh, uh, now I'm remembering seeing Fallon go boarding the spaceship with the, yep. the, the with the ice fog and the yep. thing in the middle of the woods. Oh. You, if you Google it, it's quite entertaining. <laughs> Well, let's play a round of the master debaters. This is where Jason and Alexis go head to head debating low stakes, semi controversial topics. And uh, I've got one today. Let's think about this. You guys, you're out to eat. Jason and Alexis, you've had a nice dinner. But now it's time for dessert. Are you sharing dessert or getting separate treats? Which is the better path. Now, Jason and Alexis have to debate their side of the topic. They will get 30 seconds to do so. They do not get to choose which side they are debating. That will be assigned by me. Now, Alexis, I'm going to give you sharing dessert. And Jason, you will debate why getting separate treats is the best way to go. Now, I'm going to start with Alexis this morning. Okay. Okay. You will have 30 seconds on the clock to tell us why sharing dessert is the way to go. All right, sharing dessert is the best way to go because you're saving money. And you're not overly gorging your body. Okay, so you can just get that, like, just little taste that you need and not regret it later. You know, you just have that little bit, you split it. I mean, it's kind of sexy, too, if, you know, if you're in a couple and your your spoons are kind of meeting in the middle. That's, you know, it's really, it's a, it's a cute date as well. So keep that in mind. And, of course, yeah, lots, lots I mean, saving at least $10. All right, Alexis. <laughs> saving at least $10. <laughs> Jason. I love it, Lex. Yes. Are you ready to tell us why getting separate treats is the best way (laughs) to order dessert? Uh Yeah. All right. Your 30 seconds begins right now. Uh, Screw the $10. I want my own gold. I want the gold to myself. I don't want to share with you. If I'm getting a tiramisu, that's Tara for me. If I'm getting a sundae, that's for me. Plus, people don't usually like the same sweets. Some people like a fruit pie. I like a chocolate pie. Some people like coffee and a dessert. Sometimes people do not. Some people like a cake. Some people like pie. Some people like vanilla ice cream. So my point being is, get your own damn dessert. You spend $10 in your sleep. So who cares? We got to go with Jason. Wait it out there. I'm so, I, I appreciate being budget conscious in this day and age, yeah, Alexis. Yeah. You know, inflation and all of that. Yeah. But yeah, you got to get your own gold, like Jason said. Mm-hmm. Your own gold. But what do you guys do in real life? 
I get my own gold. <laughs> yeah, that was a hard one to argue, okay? <laughs> oh, God, Lexi. Right, yeah. you guys too? Yeah. I guess it kind of depends on what the dessert is and the size of it, you know? It can be kind of hard. Sometimes it's just like a little quarter-sized something. And I'm not much of a dessert guy anyway. Right. Colin is. Like, Colin uh, needs... It's not even a same. one... Uh, that's how he grew up. His mom, he always has to have dessert. I don't care if it's a bag of jelly beans like Kelly, Kalor, and Ben Simone, or he just oh, has to right. have. He did yeah. do that or does yeah, that. I know. Holly, what about you? I'm not a big dessert person either, but my husband really loves dessert. And if he's ordering something, I might take a bite of it. But yeah. also we have different dessert profiles. Right. He always goes for the chunky chocolate, chunk, chunk, chunk. That's obnoxious and with all mm-hmm. the the stuff. And I like pistachio. So yeah. I will take a bite. But uh, yeah. You, otherwise, I'm like, I'm getting my own. Bye. Yeah. Get my own gold. Yeah. Yep. I want to know where the gold's at. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Alone in my belly. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yum. We're going to take a break. Uh, when we come back, as promised, Alexis will end this hour with a new list of invasive species that we should all be very, very frightened of. Hey, everyone, in many reasons, commercials are so easy to do for MSP, the best airport. Um, I'm actually heading there a little bit later. I'm jumping on Sun Country. I'm going to be in Terminal 2. And no matter if you're at Terminal 2 or Terminal 1, listen to this. And we just tried this, so I can't wait. Did you know you can reserve your parking space at MSP in the ramps? We did it last night, and if you do it ahead of time, enough of uh, enough of ahead of time, you can save some money, too. We, and I say, let me be clear, Colin arranged it last night. You just put the QR code up to the scanner, boom, you have a space, no last-minute stress. That's, I mean, can I just tell you, that's why MSP, one of the 400 reasons they're the best. They take so many stress factors out of traveling, so imagine this. It's fun. Going to MSP is fun, and that's why from ticketing to takeoff, MSP is the best. Thanks for being here. Thanks for listening. Thanks for hanging. Thanks for seeing us. Even though you can't really see us, but, you know. Oh, well. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, We have Am I the Asshat coming up at the top of our third hour, and then some TV talk. I am very excited. I saw Lex put this on the sheet. Our very fancy, very fancy Google document. Uh... I hear a rumor on the internet that you went back to traders. Is that, can you confirm that rumor? Confirmed. Okay. We're going to talk about that in the third hour. Can't uh-huh. wait. Very, very excited. But right now, it's uh, it's our limited series. Mm-hmm. Alexis and Invasive Species. There we go. Yeah. Our DNR has added a 13th <laughs> new High-risk invasive species to our list. It's now illegal to possess these these species. Okay. Um, and, you know, some of them are already on the list. You know, we got our, our dozen here of, you know, the common reed, non-native <laughs> common reed. And then most are in the water, you know, like mitten crabs and snakehead fish, walking catfish, tench, marbled crayfish. Oh, oh, oh. And then one that sounds straight out of Hogwarts. A tube nose, tube nose gobbies, tube nose gobbies. Isn't that fun to say? It is, and it doesn't seem like we should fear that. Yeah, but we need to. 
Oh, okay. yeah. Those and ones in particular fit, are, they're actually in the Caspian and Black Seas, and now they're finding them here in lakes here in Minnesota. Oh, you're far from home. Very far from home, yes. What were the but first still getting down and making more. There was a um, word that you said, uh, finch. Or, oh, tench. Uh, tench, what the tench. hell is that? Okay, that is a fish. Okay. It's in the minnows and carps family. <laughs> uh, it likes brackish or fresh water. Okay. And uh, it's from Western Europe. So, far, again, far very far from, home, from home. Very far from home. Yeah, so that's not good. But the new invasive species, it's high risk, has found been found on land. Okay. And that is oh, a gosh. jumping worm. It's a type of earthworm. It looks like night crawlers. They get their name because they wiggle a lot when disturbed. So it looks as if they're jumping. But it's a threat to gardens and forests. They make rich soil. Um, but they also eat plant roots, damage garden plants and sod. And they are native to Asia. Far from home. First found in 2006 in Loring Park. They're looking for the gays. <laughs> I think <laughs> that damn worm is trying to get rid of the gays. <laughs> the damn worm is homophobic. The worms are right downtown there. It's an anti-gay worm. <laughs> really? Yeah, so beware. I mean, these are long oh, worms. They just look like a regular earthworm, but they're longer. They also have like a real pointy end. Oh, oh, with like a worm with a pointy end. Yeah, it looks like it. I'm looking at some pictures here. They're also not good to use as bait. So if you're going, you know, to fish and you see, oh, jumping worms, I could get a container of that. Don't do it. Don't do it. It's also illegal. Well, there's that too. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know how they're exactly regulating that, but regardless, you know. The hell do these things look like? They just look like regular worms. Yeah. It would well, be hard to differentiate between a night crawler and a jumping word worm, excuse me, mm-hmm. uh, with the naked eye. I wouldn't be able to tell the difference. Well, there's kind of like a, you know, because they're kind of earthwormy colored, right? So yeah. it's like maybe like a gray eggplant, right? But then there's like a little strip that's like a pinky flesh color. And then it points off with a little orange tinge. So maybe that the little point, the tip, is what really sets it, you know, uh, yeah. aside from another worm. But you got to really be looking at, at it. So well, Yeah, and who the hell's looking that close at a worm? Well, there you go. Now we're going to look more, more closely, right? So there you go. Shooting star. There's a, yeah. uh, there's a high-risk invasive species. Now yeah. it's lucky 13 on the list. It's prohibited in Minnesota. Those jumping worms. Please call, if you've seen this, the yeah. Lauren Park Gay-Hating Worm Hotline. <laughs> 651-641-1071. I'm so you happy have... with it. This is exactly yeah. the reason why. <laughs> I was like, oh, they first found in Loring Park? Adding to the oh, grid. My Absolutely. God. Of course it was found in my original home here in Minneapolis. <laughs> Oh, really? Come on. <laughs> Leave my old neighborhood alone. Really? Uh, Holly, have you yeah. you live in Minneapolis, not Loring Park, but you 
uh, have you seen these worms in your hood? Uh, no. no? I, heck, yeah. I moved across the river. Yeah, oh, that's right. Oh, that's right. Bye. You moved across the river. That's right. For my apologies. That's right. Yeah. Well, it will be only a matter of time before yeah. they come to the East Metro. Yeah. They're going to hitch a ride. They're yeah. going to go on their worm tinder or, you know, <laughs> yep. worm grinder. Oh, it's worm yeah. grinder if yeah. they're luring. Uh-huh. It's called <laughs> it's called wormer. <laughs> yeah. And they're gonna be looking for a hot date. Oh yeah. yeah. Swiping right. They're gonna wiggle, wiggle, wiggle. Yeah. On over. Uh-huh. It's only a matter of time. It's only a matter of time. They're gonna be hanging out at the worm saloon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the yeah. Worm, the worm jet set. Ugh. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Uh, a little grinding. Uh, but yeah, um, the other thing, the other reason why this is not a good choice for bait is because they break into segments when they're handled. It's kind of like a gecko tail. Ew. Or B. Arthur. Yeah. Ew. Yeah. I thought we all made the commitment not to touch. Yeah, no, no, we're not. Okay. Yeah, we're not touching. That's but gross. if it does, no. It breaks apart. It could be a jumping worm. Ooh. Oh, God. I wish I could do that. Like when I'm in small talk. Uh, moments. Like, I wish I could just break, break your apart. arm off. Oh yeah, I'll be right back. <laughs> and then it grows back. Oops, yeah. I, oops, I lo- oops, I lost a finger. Oops, I did it again. Oh, I'll be back. Oh dear. Yeah. Oh, I'll be right back. <laughs> but I you find yourself yeah. trapped in a lot of those conversations. Chase? I do. I do. Really? Yes. Yes. Daily. Ah. Uh, yeah. 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 What were you gonna say, Hal? Oh, I was just gonna say with a lot of these invasive species. In the state of Minnesota, I just, I wouldn't be able to tell the difference. I am not that schooled in any of this. Like, what is Mm -mm. a gobby? What is a mosquito fish versus what is a golden clam, which is also an invasive species? Yep. That sounds dirty. I got to say that too. Now that just sounds dirty. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds like a bar in Reno. The golden clam. The golden clam. It completely sounds like a bar in Reno. All right. That only opens at 10 p.m. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, and they've got a buffet Uh there, too. That's right. Seafood special on Tuesdays. Uh Uh-huh. Golden clam. (laughs) Oh, that's a great name for a dancing establishment. A fine establishment. A fine fine dining establishment. Yes, they probably have their own swizzle Mm. sticks, too. They probably do. Well, you know what? Stay safe out there. I'm sorry, what? For the clientele for the golden clam. Oh. No? (laughs) Sure. On that note, oh, look um, at the time. <laughs> wow. Oh, look at the time. Wow. Oh, wow. What time? Oh, oh yeah. Crap. It's about that we time. Oh, we got to go, damn it. And unfortunately, this is a forced commercial break. <laughs> we can't fully even, realize our establishment. If, yeah, even if we wanted to continue with that line of conversation, we sadly cannot. So why don't we do this? Why don't we stay, stay right here? We'll be back with Am I the Ass Hat right after this.